Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Can you please ask your neighbor again, where did you say you came from? Where exactly? <laughs> what did your neighbor say? Are you getting some good? Is that what? <laughs> Somebody says he's coming from Asafo. <laughs> Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for an international Sunday. Amen. Oh, it's a good place to clap. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. It's a time when we, we just celebrate our diversity and celebrate our differences. Are you there? The fact that somebody is not from where you came from doesn't make the person your enemy. It's only when you have not been to school, you have grown up in one village. That's when you think that it's a problem because the person is not from where you are, are from. Uh, so your neighbor said he's from where? Uh, is that what? He's from where? I can't hear you. Hey. Yeah. It's amazing. Hallelujah. And we just thank God for so much diversity. Choir, I think you did a very good attempt to really wear different things, represent different people, and film stars. It was too nice. It was too nice, Charlie. Different people from different places. Wow. If your neighbor didn't do something, tell your neighbor that you have become old too early. You have become old too fast. Too fast. Yeah. You have become old too fast. It is old people, when everybody is doing something, they say, oh, what's the point? We have done some before, you know. Yeah. And here you are, you are wearing your normal things. And there's what? Ah, it's true. Dancing stars, you are also very international. It's a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. You want to lift up your Bible if you brought it? Some of you have come from year one to year four without a Bible. The only Bible you have is on your phone. I'm telling you today that your life is already in shambles. Yeah, if the only Bible you own is on your phone, dear. Year one to year four, you are already shambolic. Hey, hey, Pastor, what is that? Are you kissing me? If somebody says your hair is short and your hair is short, is it a kiss? Ah, so that's that why. That's why. Find your Bible, chair. Let's, let's hold it. Mm. The same place that you have been watching porno, that's what you are holding. Come and I mean, 
I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. If your neighbor is holding their phone, tell them that, listen, by now, you should have graduated from there. We are not ashamed of our Bibles. Lift it up, you want to say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be, I will what? Never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Take your seat. Somebody was asking me where I'm from. Me, I'm a businesswoman. I just arrived from Dubai this dawn to come and preach. Hallelujah. We've had a lot of fun today. We're just going to share the word of God and then we'll be out of here. Amen. Now, during the week, I had a few people texting me and saying that I have a paper at this time or that time. Now, the prayers go out every day. If you do not get the prayer, it is your fault because it means that you are not in any little group. Do you get it? Yeah. They asked you to save a certain number. Can we have that number? The church number on. And if it doesn't appear anywhere else, it will be here. The prayer, the daily prayer is there. So don't text me again that. Because I cannot possibly pray for everybody. One by one by one. Or send you a, a, a prayer one by one. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. Yeah. Please, this number must be on your phone. Just save it and don't ask me silly questions. Just save it. Just save it. Yeah. This number has the daily prayer every day. And all other communications that are supposed to reach you, they'll be here. Is that okay? Is it okay? Powerful. Well, this is our month of honor. And I'm just sharing a short message, short but very important message with you today. And then we'll be out of here. How many of you have started exams already? Let me see your hands. All right. How many of you are yet to start? So you are here. You didn't put your hand up that you have started. You didn't also put your hand up that you are here to start. Are you an imposter? Please, the person, but if they didn't leave their hand, ask them, are you sure that you are a student here? Are you sure? Tell us where you are hailing from because we don't understand. We don't understand. Wow. Okay, some people say they are finished on their campus. It's true. No, there are some campuses that have, have finished exams and yeah. Only that I don't know if such campuses are in Kumasi. All right, turn your Bible with me to Romans chapter 13 and verse 7, and let me share with you a very important scripture. You see, this generation, you have grown up without honor, without an understanding of what honor is. You don't even understand the word. And because you don't understand the word, that is why somebody who is holding a high office will go and say something on social media and then a small twerp will go on it and start to insult. The person is a small person. The person is a twerp too. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. Because when you have grown up without honor, it doesn't pain you. You don't even see something wrong in speaking in a certain way. This university has a vice chancellor. Whether you like it or you don't like it, you cannot, you should not, and you cannot under any circumstances address her or speak of her in a certain way. Because it's an office. Do you understand? 
and every place where you bring down your offices, you become useless. It's true. You become useless. Hello? Yeah. So when your president goes and he's speaking or he's saying something, and then you go on the page, and then you begin to speak in a certain way, it's a sign that you are a gutter snipe. Yeah. Allow me to say it. Amy, you see these things that you are saying is because you are a supporter of the government. It is you who has a mind that doesn't work. Oh yes, today they have come for you, pa. Because it is not an issue of whether you like or you don't like. It is an office called the office of the president, and this is the president. And so you accord a certain honor. I think you understand what I'm trying to say. It's not a matter of whether you like the person. If the person is in that seat, so if you found a goat and put it in that seat, you have to apply. I think you get, yeah, because of the, you're just under that seat. Uh I think you get the point. Yeah. So it's not a liking. So you don't have to vote for the person. That's where you can express yourself. That I'll vote or I won't vote. It's it's your prerogative. It's your your choice. Uh It's not a problem. Are you in the church? When we come into the house of God, your behavior honors or dishonors God. Yeah. So for example, if you are going to a wedding and then the dress that you wear when you are gardening, you wear it to the wedding, is dishonor. And they will be right to throw you out or they will not be right. Yeah. You see that normally they don't sack people from weddings. So long as the thing is decent, is, you know, so for them to sack you, it means that you've really... Yeah, you've done something wrong. So you are fitter. Then you are fitting dress, you know. What you wear when you are under a car. Then you say, oh, with the oil, the black hair. Then you just say, oh, I've cleaned myself with something. Then you come to the wedding like that. Will it be accepted? Is it okay or it's not okay? It's not okay at all. And so it's very important that we learn about the subject of honor. Romans chapter 13 and verse 7. Render therefore to all their due. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Tribute is like tax. Those of you who have planned that when you start working, you won't pay tax. You are a thief. You are a thief. You are an armed robber. You are a thief. Hey, but I don't see what they are doing. I say you are a thief. Yeah. Say so tribute to him, tribute is due. You do your part and leave God to do his part. Custom to whom custom. You go to some places, the way that they greet the chief, you just do it. And you don't come and start saying that, mm, we Christians, we don't really believe that we should be going down to that. No, 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 no. The custom requires that this is how you greet when you are coming. This is how you greet this particular chief. And every chief everywhere has their own whatever. If you know that you won't do, don't go there. That's all. But if you go, custom to whom custom. Said for you to greet, this is how we greet. That's it. Amen? Me, I know that I cannot lie on the floor, so I've not gone to Niger. I can't. It doesn't come naturally to me. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying, so I've not gone. But if you are going there, you can't come and tell us that. Or you can't say, (laughs) (laughs) you are greeting, (laughs) something. No. Once you go, you have signed in for that. Fear to whom fear honor to whom honor now this scripture presupposes that there are some people who we must give honor 
So let me address the clowns who say that, eh, me dear, I don't have a problem with God. I don't see why I should honor a man. You are a clown of exceedingly interesting proportions. Why then, why then would Jesus say in Mark chapter 6, why would he say a prophet is not without honor except in his own home? So in other words, a prophet is somebody who is honored. Who is honored. When he goes to his own people, they don't honor him because they remember when they were all playing the chastikele together. They remember when they were standing outside bathing naked together. They remember, you know, uh-huh. So there are some people who you don't owe honor. You really don't owe your colleagues, your, 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 your cousin. You don't owe honor. But there are also other people who you owe honor. And that is what we are going to be learning this, this, um, because eh, when you dishonor, you'll be surprised. You thought that you were cheapening the other person, but what happens is that it comes back on you. It comes back on you. You're assuming that this is a gathering of students and the VC comes here, and then somebody stands up and begins to, to, to you know, shout. What happens? Is the person that everybody thinks, you are very some way. You are very uncouth. Whether they like it or not is not the point. It rather comes back on you. So you need to understand honor and you need to understand who you are supposed to honor. Hallelujah. Is, are, you, are you getting the point? The first person that you are going to honor is God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I've stood here, I've taught severally on the three personalities. You don't come and tell me that it's three gods. But these are separate, distinct personalities whom we owe honor. Now, God the Father, he was speaking in 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30, when he said, Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, Be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor. Them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. When you honor God, you have put him in a certain place. He has to be placed first in your life. And when you actually place him first, many who think that they place him first is an illusion. Yeah. But when you have actually placed God first, you have honored him and he responds with honor. He says, I will also honor you. I will also honor you. And that is why you will discover that all of a sudden, something is happening to everybody, but you are exempt. It is the honor of God. He has honored you. I find it an honor that my children are pastors. Because I don't think that we did anything that is particularly special. But I think that it's an honor from God that we have honored you. We have given you uh, everything. And so I don't have any child that I'm going to look for at a, a Kiravi or go to the nightclub that the person has fallen asleep under some woman there. Or is it, yeah, I don't think so. Are you in the church? Are you in the church or you have traveled? Yeah. There are some of you who work for the Lord and you have gone to do something in class and you feel that I'm even going to fail and the thing comes and you are passed. It is the honor of God. God has remembered that you honored him. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Recently I was praying for somebody. You know. And the person challenged things were very hot. And I just said, Lord, I'm calling you to remembrance. I'm reminding you of all the times the person has put aside what they are doing, gone to do your thing and come back to come and work. All the all nights because of you. I'm reminding you. I'm reminding you. 
the person's experience was totally different from many people who were around. God just honors you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So he says that those who honor me, I will honor. And those who do not honor, they will be lightly esteemed. And that's why some of you, even after you have got your degree, when you go to your house, cry, nobody respects you. You are still just there. I mean, how you wear SHS. Sahab. So now, meanwhile, you have your, your core PhD, you've got doctor. Have you not seen it among your lectures? It's not a big PhD career that you respect. Some of them cry when they say the man is not a prof, you wonder that where did he go and buy it from? <laughs> where did he go and buy it? Yeah. Even though he's carrying the title, there is something that is denied him all, all the same. Amen. Jesus shed his blood for us. The least that you can do to honor him is to give you his, give him your life. You know. How will you know that you are honoring Christ? Let's just look at scripture. I mean, I just like scripture. It just sorts out a lot of things. If you want to honor Jesus, you honor somebody that he has sent. Because he taught us, Matthew 10, 14. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. Jesus taught you. So when he sends a pastor to a congregation and the people write back to the... Uh, send the headquarters and say, we don't like this pastor. Come and take him. They may not know, but it's Christ they have dishonored. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And many such places, that there people don't even do well. Yeah. Are you there? He has sent you something. He said, I don't like it. I don't like it. Eh? But the man, he's like, but you as you are standing there, are you perfect? You masturbated before coming to church. Uh, and now you are trying to quarrel with me because I'm saying it from here. That I should be feeling shy. You are not feeling shy. I should feel shy. I'm not shy at all. I'm not shy at all. Mm. Are you there? When you honor a Christian, you are honoring Christ. Yeah. It's scripture. Please don't quarrel with me. Matthew 25, verse 40. Mm. Matthew 25, 40. Yeah. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, you have done it unto me. When your shepherd came by this morning and knocked on your door, and you said, mm, Because it's a shepherd. If the person had come say, I'm a pastor, you wouldn't have done that. But what you don't know is that that's one of the least of Christ. And they have been sent and they've come to call you. And then you are doing your things. You don't recognize that it is Christ that you have dishonored. Saul was walking around, arresting people, sending them to jail, sending them to various places, saying this and that and the other. And all of a sudden, in Acts chapter 9, he had an encounter on the road of the, to Damascus. And he fell, he saw the light, he fell down there. He was shivering and said, hey, who are you, Lord? And Jesus, I said, I am Jesus who thou persecutest. He thought he had caught a man and caught a woman. When, look, when he had his encounter, Jesus informed him, that it's me. It's me. It's me. Your roommate, you are a Christian, your roommate is another Christian, doesn't have any money. When you cook, then you hide the food. That's one of Jesus' least. Yeah. You hide the food. Not only that, the things you say. And you'll be telling your friends that, look, me, I don't chill in nonsense. 
when me have finished cooking my stew, then you just come. Then you just open your stomach and then you are eating. Me, now God has heard you. You don't know that he sent you that person for you to be a blessing. That was a means to bless you. Because when you see another Christian and you are a blessing to that Christian, it's Christ and he marks it. That's why he said, I will come back and I will say, I was hungry and you fed me. Thirsty and you gave me drink. I was sick and in hospital and you visited me. Who do you think he was talking about? Who do you think he was talking about? He said, then you'll be asking, when did I see you? When did I come and visit you in hospital? When did I come and see you in prison? He said, then he will tell you, insofar as you have done it to one of the least of my people. You have done it unto me. You have done it unto me. You want to honor Jesus? Honor his people. Honor his people. Some of you, unless there's a title. So when you see me, hello, monkey. Oh, yes, Joy, I'm greeting. Yes, please. Yes, please. Then when you pass by the back, a witch, the witches cry and shy of you. They're ashamed of you. When you pass by the corner, Mm. And with, they are even feeling shy. They are shy that you are counted among their number. The way you behave. I've come for you, part today. I tell you, I've come for you. Hey, are you there? Young man who is busy sleeping with girls in the church. Be it known unto you that is a curse over your life because Jesus has seen it. Oh, yes. There are young men who get up, you wake up, you say that according to the number of girls that you sleep with, that is what makes you a man. I need to inform you, it only proves that you and the goats have something in common. It doesn't make you anything. But not only that, that young lady that you were fooling, that girl that you were saying things to, she is one of the least in the eyes of Jesus Christ and he has taken note of you. Yeah. He has taken note of you. You have set out to fool her. And Jesus has taken note. And you young lady who is busy eating from somebody's pocket. You have made the guy think that he is somebody. Made him think that he is only somebody. I tell you this morning. Jesus has taken note of you. The guy has gone without. Sometimes even his own things he should do. He has not done. Oh, because he's trying to just do something small to get you on his side. And you know that the answer is no. But you are eating from his pocket. You are wasting his money. You are collecting his things. You are saying, I tell you this morning, Jesus has taken note of you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus has taken note of you. I remember one of our Today, the guy is a pastor, and he's a, an honorable man. But there was a time when he was much younger, and he was a broke guy. And he had this girl who was his beloved that he wanted to marry. And one day, it was, I mean, her birthday. He had nothing. And he went to a friend. He said, oh, I cannot let the birthday go unmarked. So he borrowed money, even though we say, don't borrow. But it was like, I can't leave it. And he went and bought this young lady a pizza because it was, oh, it was his all. And he went to her room on campus. And he knocked the door. And he knocked again. And the, old, the girl opened the door. 
And she looked at him. And then she stretched her hand and collected the pizza and announced, I don't feel like talking to you today and slammed the door. <laughs> her, one of the least, one of the least. Oh yeah, that's why you should be careful in life, oh. Oh, mommy, so are you saying that we should agree? Foolishness. We are not talking about agreeing. We are not talking about agreeing or not agreeing. I'm simply saying to you that every human being is worthy of respect. Just because he's a person. Just because he's another person. The only person we don't greet in the house is the dog. You have walked in, you have seen a gate man there. Good morning, cry you couldn't give. You're a disgusting person. Ah. You pass by your porter. Unless you need something. When you come, then... Somebody something. Just, you just throw it like that. Oh, yeah. Some of you, when the Holy Ghost is moving in the room, no respect. Then you pick up your book and say, Oh, Tan, you have checked too much. I'm going home. He has seen you. Oh, he has seen you. Ah, let me inform you. He has seen you. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, Christians, I don't know what is wrong with us. What other religious will not do in the presence of their God we are doing? You have come to church. You are on Facebook. You have come to church. The word of God is being preached. You have opened your bigmama.com and you are watching porno in the church. Not knowing the Holy Ghost is around you. You see, all of us, eh? All of us. When people that we respect are around, we comport ourselves. That behavior that you are doing, he has taken note of it. Yeah. Sometimes they are laying hands on people, somebody has, you are laughing. It's funny to you. Somebody's deliverance is funny to you. I will not be surprised if then the demon leaves and they will follow you to your house. I will not be surprised. No, you have exposed yourself. No, it's true. I'm very serious about what I'm saying. No. You know, I drink a lot of water. It's just a habit. I drink a lot of water through the day. One day, I was in church. It was another service that was going on. And the preacher was, you know, preaching. And then there was some deliverance. And I picked the water to drink. And the Lord said, not now. He said, that's the last time a deliverance is going on. And you are drinking water. Pack it. It's my own water. But just by me. Yeah. And he told me, he said, just know. That's your drink. Something else can also follow. And yeah, I learned it. I learned it. Yeah. Because if the, if the president was sitting in front of you, you'll be thirsty, but you won't pick the water to drink. Are you in the house? Yeah. Muslims, when they kneel down to pray, even children don't come and pass there talking. The women don't sit there chatting, and I can boast you that women everywhere, we can chat. But when they are in their mosque, and they are ready to pray, they just pray. Have you seen children come to stand there before and say, la, 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 ne, 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 ne. But inside the church, some of you are from churches where the children run around, come and pass in the front of their chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you there? Me, it is one of my jobs. When I get to the place, I will sort out the place right now. Before I preach. Oh, yeah. Before I preach, I tell you, look, take that child. 
Take that chair. Like this young man who's sitting here sleeping. Tell him that I'm also black. Sit up well. You are in the church. Yeah, sit properly. Sit properly. You are in the house of God. Sit well. Hey. Because such things, we only bring it to the church. Hey. Hey, why? Church too, that we are coming. Look at how they're like, shut up. Shut up. That is the dishonor we are trying to kill. If you are a person, stand from where you are and come and face me here. But if you are over there, be quiet. Hey. Ha. Hey, that's awful. Why? Are you, I am quarreling with the spirit of disorder. It is a demon in the house of God and it will not find a place here. You are in the church. Your phone is ringing. Kill it. Until after church. Remind me, there's somebody I'm going to send a text about that. Yeah, yesterday I was preaching and the person answered the phone and went outside. I took notes. I took notes, Christ. Even one of my own children, I took notes. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We shall prosecute the issue. Yeah. How important are we? How important are you? That you cannot just put your phone down for two hours. Hey, but I mean, seeing people who are on their phone. Listen, your leaders who are on their phone in the morning are chasing one of you who has not come. <laughs> hmm. It's very hard work. Are you in the house? When you come to the house of God, honor God. Honor him. If you are a person of faith, it is our belief that our God, the Bible says, God is a spirit. And because of that, you can't see him. So you just decide that, look, this is my faith. If he were here, what would I do? What would I do? So when I see the film stars here, if he were here physically, they'll be here. When I see the dancers dancing, if he were here physically, they would dance. When I see the choir, if he were here physically, they would sing. But you on Facebook, if he were here physically, you would not be on your Facebook. Hmm. Are you there? Very dangerous thing to trifle. You see, the presence of the, of, of the Holy Spirit, you see it in the anointing on somebody. And we in this house, we have honored people who carry the anointing. And we have been blessed. We have been very blessed. I remember when Archbishop visited us, the second day, I remember saying to myself that I've been married to this man for 35 years. I've gone, I've been in his church member, I've watched him preach. I have not seen him preach like that. Oh, yes feel that the anointing just drew something out of him. You see, some of you are looking at me because you didn't come. And I just need to, I just need to inform you, hold on, hold on, I need to inform you that your not coming was also disrespect. It was dishonor. We just decided that we will not mind you. But it was dishonor. Yeah. It was dishonor. Mm. Because when somebody who is a father calls you, you come. You come. Oh yeah. Nowadays, when we are doing things in church or they are calling some of you, say, I won't go. Me, I'm waiting for my pastors. They have some meeting. Be. Uh, Bishop is calling them to a meeting somewhere. You don't go. That's your last day as a pastor. It's your last. Oh, cry. Because our father cannot call you and you will not go. Hey, who made you a pastor? Eh, I'm almost done for today, but take us to Mark chapter 6. 
You see, uh -huh, but if I go over 10 o'clock, you are the same people who start to say that, hey, this church, when they come to the church, they come and then they are taking a long time. It's not that they are taking a long time. It is you who has such a small kappa. Your spirit is so small. You are not able to take it in. When you are watching uh, this thing, six hours cry, you are able. Hmm. Oh, yeah. What time do you even come? Thank you very much, Blankson. What time do you get here? But it's because, Charlie, the demons are alive in you. Hey! Yes, and when are you saying, oh, demons, eh, they are oppressed. Oh, they pay, look, Satan, he comes to church. Some of you, when you came, it was this demon was on your shoulder. And when you came, he said, is that where you are coming? He dropped, he's at the gate, he's waiting for you, so you will come back. Mark chapter 6. Mm. <laughs> Are you there? So honor God. Number two, honor your prophet. Honor your prophet. You see, in this church, let me tell you something. If you are here, you have to know who the prophet of the church is. That's why I make him come on and at least we collect our weekly blessing from him. You need to understand that if he had not decided to start the church, you will not be here. Me, I did not know that I could preach you. He told me that, go and preach. I remember when I preached the first time, he asked me, what did I preach? I told him. Then he asked me that, how many points? I said, seven. He said, you don't preach seven points like that in one. They said, listen, this is how you do it. You do it like this. You do. He taught me how to preach. Yeah. You see. Hold on for me. Hold on. You see. And I need to correct it because we are in a generation of stupidity. Sometimes, not just young people, even old people. And that is why when we, when you see, if you are a child, you try to honor your father, you will see that people will fight you. People will fight you. Sometimes your own mother will fight you. Sometimes your aunt will fight you. Sometimes your siblings will fight you. Why are you trying to honor that foolish man? You're calling your father a foolish man. The word should not be able to come from your mouth. It should not be able to come. Hey, but you see, he didn't pay off it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just hold on. Just hold on. Are you here? Just hold on. You are the child. It is not your place to dishonor your father. And it is not your place to correct him. Nobody ever said in this world that fathers are perfect. Or that mothers are perfect. I know some very foolish fathers. And I know some even more foolish mothers. But it's not your place as a child to point it. Oh, it's true. I know mothers who encourage their children to go and sleep with other men. Yeah. What, what, what kind of uh, something that... However, however, it's not your place to correct it. Just get yourself out of there. That's all. You cannot correct it. And the scripture says, honor your father and mother that it may be well with you. Are you there? So it's not honor your father and mother who make no mistakes. You can come and ask my son. He's here today. Come and ask him whether we ever made mistakes. Yeah. Of course we made mistakes. Hey, I don't tell you my mistakes. They're saying, what mistakes did you make? Your head. Because I honor God, he has covered my mistakes for me. Yeah. He said that it may be well with you. And that you may live long. There are some people who meet in heaven. Their short life was because of their dishonor to a parent. Yeah. Apart from that, your parent didn't have what you had. 
You are here. We have look, even with all the truths we share with you, look at how you are. How much more your parents who didn't get any of that? Look at that. We are look at him. I preach everything I know how to preach. You are still some way. Hmm? Hmm? Still some way. Some of you go to a proper church at home. They have preached. When you arrived in school, no, you say you were coming to park all. You're coming to yeah. That's with all that you have heard. Meanwhile, your parents didn't get all that. Yeah. Are you here? So, but the main thing I want you to, to understand, because we are a church, I'm talking to you about honoring your prophet. Honor him. Honor him. When somebody is a street child, a street child can never understand the value of a good father. Never. He cannot understand. He doesn't understand why that child is excited when the father has come home and he's shouting, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And that's why he looks with scorn and says, Dadaba. In this, our nation of things that are upside down, we actually think it is commendable to be an Ejaba. But when you say you are an Ejaba, most of the time what you are saying is that my father didn't look after me. I am a hustler in town. What you actually mean to say is that I am actually a bastard. I have no father. And yet, we have turned it as an honorable thing. And then the honorable thing that somebody has a mother and father looking after them, we have poured scorn on it. No wonder, no wonder, fewer and fewer and fewer of us are brought up by mother and father. No wonder. Because we have honored what is wrong. And we have scorned and poured water over what is right. I tell you, (laughs) I tell you, to have a father, you don't understand what it means when you haven't got one. My father was not a wealthy man, but he was a father. Oh, yes. He was really a father. Are you there? Standing there, taking the blows. I remember Ghana's hunger. There was no food in the whole land then. One day, oh, the hunger, dear Charlie, it was constant. One day, when somewhere managed to get five balls of kinky, Christmas has come. And we brought it to the house. <laughs> and we were five. We had to come and cook it ourselves. We got it raw. Yeah, because if you wait, Charlie, So we cooked it ourselves, and then we sat down at the table where we devoured it like, I don't even know what to say. And at a point as we were eating, I lifted up my head, and my father was sitting in front of his kinky, untouched. And when we finished eating, he picked a knife, and he cut it into four pieces. One piece for my mother. And the rest, one, 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 for his three children. That was a father. Yeah. That was a father. And how dare you, who is, you don't have one. You don't have one. Instead of you to say, God, have mercy on me and give me a father figure in my life, you are rather pouring scorn on that. He taught me that no matter what you have or don't have, live from it. I learned even before I became a Christian. There is no man who can say that I slept with you and gave you money. Not myself, not my from our father, not our mother, from our father. You are here, Vono mattress. They have done you Vono here. They have done you uh, what? You have Vono mattress here. You are ash from over here, and you are scorning somebody who has a father. Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> you are an Iowa. So they, oh, mercy. Reverend said, you go to your church. 
are you in the church? And in the same way, God has given us a prophet. Tuesday after Tuesday, Friday after Friday, Sunday after Sunday, talking, speaking over us, blessing us, praying for us, showing, showing us, go this way, don't go that way, talking to us about our marriages. Oh, yeah. If you see me standing here, my marriage is very nice, so it's not because of me, because of him. Tell her, don't do this. Do it that way. Live by the word. And then you wake up. And somebody who does not have a prophet in a personal prophet in his life is telling you that when you honor your prophet, you are doing something wrong. It's like a street child telling you who has a father in the house that your father is doing something wrong. And you, the child with the father, you must be the one to say that that is rubbish. This is what is right. Oh, yeah. As for us, this church, we honor we honor our prophet. In fact, I'm just about to come and introduce another level of his presence in this church. Oh crap. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because last week Sunday I was on my way down from Tamale. That's how come I wasn't here. And I just turned my phone and I entered prayer, the, the flow prayer church. And we had us a service all the way in the car all the way and the prayer topics when I heard the prayer topics I said these prayer topics shall enter my church oh yes oh yes I'm about to come we shall have flow church we shall have it every Sunday every Sunday 30 minutes solid prayer because some of you when we say wake up in the morning and pray you don't do it meanwhile it is sad because it is actually prayer for your life you where you are from if you knew the demonic forces that are there it's not that they are not there. Hmm. Reverend said is teasing his people saying if but I want you to understand that it is not only there. You are the one who has only lived in Accra and Kumasi. Take it from those of us who are coming from other places. Hey, are you here? How many of you are from the Western region? Uh-huh. I haven't mentioned your name. There's a potent version coming from that place. Up at the agro. How many of you are guns? Hey, look at your hands. Mm. Uh, there are a lot too. Are you there? Hey, we were there. We were singing. I beg you, don't play it. <laughs> As we were busy singing, what we didn't even realize is that our own, we don't even hide it anymore. The name of the group that was singing, they were the Wulomo. If you are a girl, who are the Wulomo? Who are the Wulomo? The fetish priests. Have you seen any other people, including these people, have you seen any of them come up with a group that has called themselves fetish priests and they dress like that? And they were singing. And we were also singing the song, sir. Ah. Hey! I'm going with you. I don't know where we are going. Hey! It's very, very serious. The day when I discovered, I said, oh God. I just, we just didn't think about it. 
We're busy singing. I'm just showing you that everywhere in this country that we come from, we have some. We have some. One day I was crossing a road. Eh? There was, I was driving and there was traffic. We stood in the traffic and I saw her dressed in white with the red something over her. And as she was coming, I was sitting by Lady Pastor Amy. I said, Amy, somebody is in trouble. And she was striding. And then I saw the battle of snap. I said, they are going to curse somebody. You people who are here in Kumasi, you think it's only you can curse. That was a girl who was on her way to display. Hey. I once, a friend of mine, his father was the Kwabenya chief. When he died, I said, ah, my church member, I'm going to the funeral. From that day, if your father is a chief, I will never come. Hey! Me, a pastor, Mama, the way I was afraid, it was not easy there. Hey! Lady Rehumi, in the middle of the service, in the middle of the service, you see, when a chief arrives, he has to come and show his powers. And two of them arose. They said, service or no service, and they proceeded to display. Hey! And as they were displaying with their gunshots and whatever, I was sitting there, then right by my side, some woman came from, I don't know where, in the world, and she came like a flash of lightning. Kree and pastor, I said, I'm out of here. Member or no member, I'm gone. Hey! Ah. <laughs> Are you here? I am saying all this to say that you just don't know where you are from. You just don't know where you are from. I used to have a pastor, nice pastor. We drove kilometers together. He was coming from the north, upper, the western corner. And I asked him, I said, my work has taken me to your town. I know your people. Are they okay with you being a pastor? He said, oh, mommy, they're okay. I said, they are not okay. They are not okay. He is from a place where when you get there, you go and greet the demons. Yes, you must greet them. If you don't greet, I was, I, I was, I met his uncle. His uncle had left. He had got UN appointment and had gone on the UN appointment without coming to ask, ask permission. They brought him back after four months. They made him walk from Accra up north. When he was still there. And the guy told him, I said, listen, you need, look, let us get back. When we, we are going to pray. He laughed at me today as I am speaking. As I'm speaking, he's not in church. His family does not know where he is. He has children. The children, he doesn't look after them. His wife, he has, she doesn't know anything about him. He's moving around the place like a, a whatever. His unbeliever brother told him, you. <laughs> hey. And somebody is calling you and saying, wake up. Pray. You say, I won't pray. Uh, let's go to Mark chapter 6. I'm just talking to you. Yeah, I'm just talking to you. For you to understand the prophet that you are being given. And why he's standing there praying and saying, neutralize the curse. And you who has just come to the world, even 25 years you have not seen. You are waking up and telling us that there's no curse in the family. What do you know about it? What do you know about it? Hey. Please ask your neighbor, what do you know about it? And some of you know. Ask your neighbor, what do you know about it? Hey. Sometimes something happens before you know that it is there. A certain family very close to me. They had a family house. And there was a tree in the house. You know where the story is going. One day, 
One of the uncles woke up and said that this tree, the shade that it is providing. That's not sure your grandfather is who. Hmm. The shade that it is providing is too much. I want to cut the tree. So he cut the tree. Within a month, he was dead. Two months later, the other brother went. The third, it was when the third brother in the house died. They said, Charlie, something day inside. Let's go and find out. When they went to find out, they discovered, they heard that their mother said their grandmother had gone and done some pack, something, 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 and had come to plant that tree. And the agreement was that for as long as the tree was standing, the family would be covered. They had broken it. Charlie does it. And oh, me, I'm a Christian. I won't touch me. A Christian without a Bible. You got to be joking. Christian way, you know they pray. You got to be joking. Some of you, you are a Christian, but you have left your backside outside the door. And your enemy is using it to beat the drums. If I start on these stories, I will not finish today. <laughs> I am just telling this generation of people who don't have a lot of wisdom why you must wake up to pray. Hey, mommy, I don't like the way you are being insulting us these days. Oh. It's not an insult. I'm just telling you the truth. Are you there? And somebody says, wake up and pray. Praying about your character. Praying about your future. Praying about things that are behind, things that are to come. Make a door for yourself. Make a way for yourself. Take communion. Bless it. Praying. Praying. You are a family. You are from a family. You have not even noticed that cancer is killing people in your family. You take the thing not knowing that you are, you are the one who has broken the chain. I mean, come on. Why would you not honor a person like that? Why would you not? Because somebody who doesn't have a prophet is telling you that, oh, then you are worshipping the man. Because he's over there, he doesn't understand what appreciating is or honor is. That's why he thinks it's the same as worship. Ah, his dictionary, can't open it. He doesn't know how to find a word. Let's read Mark chapter 6 and let me move on. Maybe the service on. Let's go to verse 1. Jesus is speaking. He went from there and came to his own country. His disciples followed him. Verse 2. When the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished. You see, this was their first reaction. Whence has this man these things? What wisdom is this which is given to him? That even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. So the first response was, wow. Then verse 3. Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary? The brother of James and Joseph and Judah and Simon. And are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. Just like you are offended with the shepherd who knocks on your door. What is this? Do they not know that exit is exam time? Why are they coming and disturbing us and calling us? Are we not all uh, students? Do we not all have exams? Do they know the stressful course that I am doing? Your course is stressful. Don't you know that that is why you need God to help you? Your cause is stressful. If God doesn't help you, then who? Who? Later, next week, we have to do the testimonies. If some dancers must drop, they must drop. So we do it. It's time that is beating us. That's all. It's time. Yeah. Stratos, I know you haven't danced today. It wasn't a choice. It's just time. Are you there? So this was how they spoke. Look at verse 4. So that is when Jesus now did a teaching. And said, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country. And among his, his own king, and in his own house. Verse 5. 
Oh. And he could there do no mighty work. Are you seeing it? He could what? He could do no mighty work. Say that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Look at something. Oh. The people did not honor Jesus. It was not Jesus who had become powerless. It was they who went without the blessing that they should have had. And every time you dishonor, you see, as for, as for Bishop that he's not going to be changed by your honor or your dishonor. None of it will change him. We are the ones who are changed. We are the ones. Are you in the house? Next week, I'm going to be talking to you about how to honor. Because there are many ways of honoring. When the person speaks and you take it, it's an honor. Some of you are speaking, you don't take it. That one doesn't worry me. What worries me is that when what is going to happen happens, then you now come back and say that, Mommy, what you said, it has pray for me. Also for the young friend, why you can't do? Because not only is, not only are you coming to ask me to pray, but you have actually texted me at twelve thirty in the night, two o'clock in the morning, two thirty. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking to some people this morning. You see, so Jesus just gave us this teaching. He said that a prophet is not without honor except in his own home. As a church, we have been there before. Hmm. We have been where we did not honor what we had. Yeah. And even now, it's still there to some degree. Just that we are working against it. And we are there and we see other people honor. They hear some say, hey, we have not heard anything like this before. Let me go and read the book. You as you are sitting there, you call yourself a member of this church. Two books you don't have. <clears throat> Nowadays, I don't even bother. I don't bring the books home. Oh, Reverend said, I don't bring any book. Any book. Mm. I don't bring it. At all. My car is. Pastor Shore, I'm not trying again. No. Yes, yes. I'm not trying again. Cry. Open my car. Oh, yeah. Because of the dishonor. It is an honor to take the book and to read it. It's an honor. But the children that we are, who know everything. Meanwhile, you as you are there, you are as poor as you were last year. That's how you are this year. Oh. Are you there? Mm. But we will honor him. Amen. We will honor God and we will honor the men of God that he sends to us. Oh, yes. And one of those he has sent to us is our bishop. Our prophet. Yeah. We will honor him. Mm. We will honor him. My husband and myself, we have honored him with our, I mean, in our lives. Yes, we honor God, but we also honor him. Yeah. That's why when he called and said, listen, I want to move you people from Tamale to Kumasi. We didn't start saying, eh, are you sure? We're going to pray about it and come. No. I believe that you are a man of God, and I believe that God has spoken to you. We are moving. And as we have come, we have seen that he was right. But you, you, you now say, What? I'm going to. Oh, me nowadays, I don't talk to anybody to the national service. Go and do it where you will. Wherever you want, I don't mind. Hmm? Yeah. Are you in the church? Yeah. Because somehow you think that you are going to do the national service and stay because of me. 
The church, it will be full with you. It will be full without you. It's not a problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Tell anybody, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. But you cannot be spoken to. Meanwhile, sometimes it's simply because I can see that you need another year to balance yourself. As you have been going through school, you have not really thought about what next. Yeah. Your mind hasn't gone on to what next. And when you fall into a certain place, life is so rough and so fast that eh, by the time you wake up, you are falling down. You ask those who went last year, just ask them. Yeah. It's not simple, though. It's not simple at all. Somebody told me, he said, look, he says, I'm working just to take transport and eat. Because he didn't get a chance to think through. As you're in school here, it's as if it will last forever, but you have not thought and you have not brought before God, Lord, what's the next step? Oh, me, I'm coming to your master. Which one? Which one? You, as you, yeah, it's true. It's true. As you're in school, as you look at yourself, are you somebody who can do masters? No, not in, term, not in terms of intelligence. The type of person that you are. It's not everybody who does masters. It's not everybody who does PhD. Are you there? You have to like such things or be able to do such things. Some of you, your way is just straight into some business. Straight away. With no care. <laughs> but you have not thought about it. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? And then somebody says to you, listen, just take what is available around here of national service. Home is not here. And just do it. And while you're doing it, now you have space. A little space. Think. 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 Sort yourself out. Pray. Pray. Ask God, what next? What next? But you now come and give me a sermon. I don't even talk. I don't even talk. Hey. Mercy. Are you learning something about honor? From today, be the one who honors the lecturer who enters your classroom. Don't join the rabble. Don't join. I said, don't join the rabble. Yeah. Don't join them. Amen? Just do what you must do. Do your due. You will discover that God will honor you. Don't look to that lecture for honor. Just decide that no. A lecture is an honorable thing. You as you are sitting there, can you lecture? And can you lecture people like you? Eh? Can you lecture people who sleep when they are lecturing? Hey, wake the brother up. He's looking at me. He's feeling sleepy. Oh, don't worry. It's exam time. He was learning. I understand. I understand. But do you understand what I'm asking you? So just, just honor. Just make it your honor. Everybody is, you know, different levels of honor. You know, everybody at least a greeting, something. Someone's trying to do something. You honor by, don't resist it. Just honor. Try and let it happen. And see whether God will bless you or not. In this church, we will honor our pastor. Yeah. I'm not a street child. No, 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 no. I know I would never have been a pastor if I had not met Bishop Dag. I know that my husband would not have been. I know that my children would not have been. Yeah. And I pray that as you honor, God will remember you and will also honor you when it is time. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet this morning. I have to speed the service up a little. You want to bow down your head. You are here this morning. You have not given your life to Jesus. When you give your life to Jesus, it's an honor to him. You are acknowledging that he shed his blood for your sins. 
and you are accepting what he has done for you. It is an honor. If somebody is giving you something, you receive it with honor. You don't just take it and throw it somewhere. You receive it with honor. And so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, closed this morning, I want to invite you to honor Jesus by giving him back your life. By recognizing that he paid a price for you. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. You are here. You are saying, I'm always in church. But I have not given my life to Jesus. Oh, I'm not sure that I'm born again. Today, I want you to honor him by giving him your life. Lift up your right hand where you are standing. You want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Just lift it. Just lift it. Just lift it. Just lift it. I can't see everyone. But if your hand is up, please come to me. I want to lead you to pray. I want to lead you to pray. Just come. Just come. I want to lead you to pray. You're just honoring the Lord and saying that I'm also, I'm responding to what you gave me. God bless you, my dear. Just stand in. Just come. Maybe you are at the back. Come from there. Come and stand. Come. Come. Wherever you are. It's not too far. Somebody can even come with you. Just come. Honor him. Honor him by giving him your life. Just come. Step out of where you are and come. God bless you. He came all the way down from heaven for you. Definitely, you can also come out from where you are sitting. Just acknowledge him. Oh, yes. Thank you. As you are standing in front here, I want you to pray this prayer with me. You're in the congregation. You want to join us? You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior and you are my lord i thank you for saving me this i ask in jesus name amen now take your left hand lift up one finger this one is not a prayer it's a proclamation you want to say satan satan i will not serve you again from today me and you is finished it's over I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-B-S. God richly bless you.